Hello there, and a warm welcome to another episode of the Impact Series podcast. I'm super excited to have you here on this one because this is a special one, very, very special one, where we are going to host an amazing lady. My name is Dr. Kelvin. I'm your regular host, and I'm always excited to bring such opportunity to you so that you can also learn from those who have blazed the trail and are doing amazing things already so that your job would be made much easier because you know what the outcome can potentially be for you. On this call, I'm hosting Jessica Parisafuro, one of the foremost YouTubers from Ghana, previously used to be a radio host who dropped her mic to focus solely on the YouTube career. And indeed, it has been a revelation. She has subscribed from across the globe and she's making it big and she's willing to share with us some of the tips that made her who she is today. So you don't want to miss this one. Stick and stay. But most importantly, leave a feedback. Let us know how we can improve this podcast for you so that we can keep bringing, we can keep doing this thing and helping you improve your lives. Have a fabulous time here and don't forget to subscribe as well. Okay, I was trying to connect um, through something else going on here, but never mind. Um, the life of a, a content creator is, is, is quite interesting, but thank you very much for that introduction. And it's good to see that there are people on here, um, you know, joining us. I think one of the best ways to keep learning is to share, you know, um, and so hopefully we can, we can walk away with some good nuggets today. Um, how 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 does this typically go? Do you ask me questions or do I just roll? Because <laughs> I'm good well, with either. I mean, typically, I mean, you just roll and then afterwards we just ask a few questions here and there. I mean, it depends on it depends on the vibe. I mean, we, we get we just keep going until we are tired. <laughs> All right, works for me. Works for me. Okay, so uh, let's see. How did this start? Let me let me let me just tell people um, a brief story as and it hasn't been heard anywhere else if i could say so myself so awesome. um yes i have been on uh, ghanaian radio and television for close to 22 years um as some of you may already know i resigned about a year ago um and i had different reasons for doing so one of my main motivations was it got to a point in my life where I realized that the exchange of my time for the money that I was earning, like there was an imbalance, basically. I, um, my work was very tasking because I was managing events, promotions, programs, which entailed the on-air and off-air talent um, production team. And I was doing this for both radio and television. And to top that off, I had a 20-hour working week on air with a radio show, Primetime. And I had another one on TV called Sister Sister, which did a like a, uh, what's it called? Like a simulation, same thing on radio as well. So I did not have a lot of time. And, you know, whilst I sort of progressed in my career, it became more and more apparent to me that basically radio had taken over my life completely radio and television um i had no time we would work weekends and if any one of you follow city you will know that um well basically we had like events every other um week right every other week or at least once a month and so most of these events coming out from my own department meant that 
aside, aside everything else I needed to work on, I had to make sure that events also offered the best experience and that kind of thing. So it was really tasking, extremely tasking. But, um, and for a while it made sense, you know, um, I was learning, I was honing my craft. I would say a lot of the things that I know today, I learned on the job and I'm always grateful to my boss for being that kind of person and for just city being that kind of place where I could learn, but not to digress. So it got to a point where I, I, I just had to move on because basically the exchange of my time for money did not match. Um, and so I found digital media, basically. Um, one thing I noticed very quickly was the fact that the minute you go on digital media, you widen your footprint. Because suddenly I was interacting with people from all over the world, not just Ghana, all over the world. Um, you name it. I've, I've spoken to people from uh, North Korea, <laughs> in fact, South Korea, um, to California. So literally one end to the other. I've spoken to people from Spain. I've, I've, I mean, listen, I've, I've, I've had a really good interaction with lots of people around the world. Um, I've gotten feedback from literally almost every country, if I would say so myself. Um, so it became very apparent that just by switching from mainstream media to digital, I was exposed in a way that mainstream media in Ghana hadn't been able to do for me. So that was one. And then, of course, secondly, the remuneration that I would make online was, it, it, I mean, it was, it was so great. And my salary I would receive at City paled in comparison, right? Um, we're all people who want to do great things with our lives, right? And it, the minute you begin to realize that there is potential out there, of course, you'll pay attention. Of course, you'll sit up, you know, and I feel like working at City sort of helped me to hone my craft. And, what, and that's one of the reasons why maybe I've been able to do very well on, on digital media as well. And I'm sure you'll have questions as we go along, but essentially that's what made me make that move. Now I'll tell you a story of when COVID hit. When COVID hit, um, just like a lot of other media houses, city was impacted. Okay, city was impacted. I know some media houses had to let go of their journalists and some of their staff. City didn't do that. They held the fort together. But um, unbeknown to a lot of people, we had to take a pay cut. I mean, it was either that or literally go sit at home. So you'll take half of what you, <laughs> um, you, you regularly earn as opposed to just being jobless. And that happened for um, a couple of months. Understandably so, the, the station had to do what they needed to do to stay afloat. But you see, here's a quick thing that you realize is when tragedy or some, something hits, your company will always do what it needs to do to keep, like to, to pr preserve itself. And if you're not in a position where you have multiple streams of income coming in, you will quickly realize that all the, um, I don't know, the, 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 should I say luxuries or the things you took for granted because you had a regular stream of income coming in every month was suddenly not available. So for me, even though I, I am, because I still am the voice ambassador for MTN and I've been for close to 12 years, 
Um, I did have that side gig going for me. I also owned a rental property at the time. So these were things that actually held me up and sort of gave me a bit of a cushion um, such that I didn't feel, you know, the um, the whole salary slash thing for the period that it, 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 it went on. But it did really set me thinking. So my next thing was, okay, so what do I do to sort of help myself, right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's each man for himself, God for us all, right? Um, and so I found YouTube. And it's not because I didn't know about YouTube. I mean, I knew about YouTube. I'd seen the delays, the Kojo Sheldons of Ghana, Wodemayas, um, you know, and uh, Zion Felix, all these popular YouTubers that you see. And I said to myself, I don't think there's anything they're doing that is out of reach for me. One, I've had years of experience in media, so it's completely possible to do. I just needed to figure out what to do. And indeed, when I started my YouTube channel, um, I started by creating just any kind of content. And by that, I mean literally anything. So I would share information like um, I did a bit of real estate. I did a bit of um, personal development. I did a bit of relationships and stuff like that. And I'm sure by sharing the story, I'll answer a lot of your questions as we go along. So about eight months into my channel and creating content on YouTube side by side working at City because I hadn't quit at the time, um, I quickly realized a trend. And it was simple. Whenever I posted relationship videos, my views would shoot up as opposed to if I posted, say, a real estate video or I was talking about mortgages or anything like that. Um, and so eight months in, I just said, you know what? Let me take, let me, let me experiment a little bit here and see exactly what will happen if I decide to focus, to pick a niche on YouTube and create content just for that niche. Mind you, at that point, I had garnered a large male following and it stayed like that pretty much till date. Um, on my YouTube channel, I have 90% male audience. And so, so, so people, you know, would think, okay, um, well, uh, Jessica hosted a show called, for instance, Sister Sister on, on TV and radio. Why has she done a complete 360? This is the real reason why, because I had a male audience that needed information and seemed to really latch onto the information that for me was pretty much a no-brainer, but they wanted to know about women. So I was like, okay, well, you want to know about women in relationships? Cool. This is what a woman will do if she's cheating on you, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So I, I started creating content along those lines. And that is when I actually began to experience exponential growth on YouTube. Um, so I went quickly from like 100,000 subscribers. I remember in March, I believe March 2021 to about 600,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And, and you know, it's it's been growing ever since. I mean, I'm almost at a million, you know, um, and hopefully I hit that sometime soon. So it's been a really interesting journey. Has it been rewarding? You guys have no idea. Um, I, I, I'm not going to put any numbers out but I would say yes it certainly has um and I'm talking I'm not saying like do double salary or triple salary I'm talking quadruple five times my old salary and more so this this is really like 
what it looks like at the moment. Now, the other thing about digital media is the fact that you're able to repurpose your content um, to increase your streams of income online as well. So for instance, I have a website where if people don't want to watch my YouTube videos or they don't feel like you know, spending data to watch my YouTube videos, they can just go to my website and read about it. So if I'm writing something or I post a video like, um, uh, let's say, 10 things you should know about um, a woman who's really into you, for example, you can just go onto my website and you chances are you'll, you'll find that article that I wrote. My website has Google AdSense. There are ads on my website. I get paid. I make money through that, right? Um, I also um, realized that I was spending a lot of time answering questions um, from people every day. So a guy would watch one of my videos and he'll have more questions for me. He'll say, you know, you really touched on this. I follow you, but I feel like my case is a little different. Can I speak to you privately? They'll enter my DM and I'll be answering questions. Now, the thing is, I also realized very quickly that I was spending a lot of time answering people's questions for free. So first, the next thing I thought about, of course, was how do I make money from that? How do I monetize my time? Because I was spending hours just responding to, you know, and they'll send follow-up questions and that kind of thing. So I discovered another platform online called Patreon. Now, Patreon allows people to subscribe um, to my services. So I give them content that I don't typically post on my main channel or anything like that. Um, and I do one-on-one -on -one, um, consultations with them, you know, for a set fee. And last year alone, I made, maybe I can put that figure out, that I made over $11,000 just talking to guys, random guys I had never met, <laughs> you know, um, as opposed to just wasting my time texting with people back and forth, right? So Patreon became an, a second stream of income. Don't forget, I've spoken about the website generating money because I put ads on my website and Patreon now is, is generating money because I'm speaking to people. I'm exchanging my more information for, um, for, for payment, right? Now, the other thing I do is when I create my videos, I go ahead and repurpose the videos and extract the audio for a podcast. Now, I was telling, I was telling people that, you know, where the world is going, and this is completely my opinion, I feel like, and it's almost as if what's happened to um, newspapers is what may happen. I could be completely wrong, and I stand to be corrected, but I feel like mainstream media is losing out to digital media a lot. Like right now, the money's in the hands of influencers, right? Um, when, for instance, an advertiser in Ghana, we could, we could look at any of the big spenders, let's say an MTN, puts an ad on any of the radio stations, chances are they won't even be able to give them like proper feedback in terms of, okay, how many people watch the ad? How long did they watch it for? You know, and that kind of thing. It's all very up in the air. The advantage that digital media gives advertisers is the fact that if you create a video and it's not good enough, I mean, or people didn't really feel it, 
you will see from the numbers. As soon as you go to my channel, you can tell, oh, this number, you know, this video didn't do well, but this one did. Straight away, if I have someone sponsoring a video on my channel, I can straight away, they can see, oh, this video did really well. I had 100,000 people watching. Chances are about 100,000 people have been exposed to my brand. So um, because digital media is so easy to track, so easy to follow, I feel like a lot of advertisers, it's not like they've abandoned mainstream, but they, they tend to like that as well because the results are instant. You can see how things are performing and that kind of thing. And I feel like um, influences have maybe one leg up over um, um, mainstream media just because of things like that. So back to what I was saying, I feel as if now people like... Before, people would send me, when I was working at this station, um, a proposal, for instance, and say, hey, I want to come put my TV show on your station. Um, now we have the internet, right? Uh, and your audience can be bigger than your audience in Ghana. And so you can simply instead say, use a platform like YouTube. It's, it's your TV station, right? Do what um, Dr. Wus is doing. Have a platform like YouTube. Um, put out your content. And you could, you, could, you could garner a lot of following um, in that regard. Um, and then when you even think of radio, now everybody can have a podcast. You don't need a radio station. And remember, it's content on demand. People don't have time anymore to come and sit down. 9 p.m., there's news. Oh, if you miss it, that's it. It's gone, Right. Now people want to be able to consume media when they want it, how they want it. Audiences have become sophisticated. Um, so you need to keep up with the times. So this is just me trying to paint a picture to let anybody who's watching right now know that you don't have to wait for traditional media because a lot of these social media platforms have created opportunities for people like you, for people like me to take advantage of. And they've leveled the playing field. Now, it doesn't matter whether you're a celebrity in Ghana or you're a radio presenter in Ghana. Dr. Mark Owusu can have, <laughs> Kevin Owusu, I beg your pardon, can have um, a huge podcast following. And straight away, after every episode airs, he can tell 5,000 people, listen to my podcast. He can take those numbers to a sponsor and say, look, these are my numbers. Over the last month, I've had 100,000 people listening. So if you put an ad here, the chances are your brand will be exposed to 100,000 people. He's got his own radio station and it's content on demand. There's a reason that's winning over live content. You get it. So once again, podcasting is also a stream of income for me um, because I have ads on my podcast. And that's just how many am I counting now? Uh, I said websites, Patreon, podcasting, that's three out of my main YouTube already, right? So four streams of in income of, of, are going for me at the moment. Here's the other thing. <laughs> I'm not done. There's opportunities in affiliate marketing, okay? Now, with affiliate marketing, this is how it happens. If you go to any, if you go to my YouTube channel right now, and for those of you who haven't visited it, I'll encourage you to, Jessica OS, just check it out. If you go to my YouTube channel right now and you open one video, look at the description that I put under the video, chances are you will see um, links to the gear that I use 
to shoot my videos. People say, oh, Jessica, your videos look so good. I list like, oh, you want, you want that kind of blurred background? Here's the link to Amazon to go get that gear. Now, guess what? If someone clicks on that link and buys the gear, I make a cut. Okay, I make a cut. Now, here's, the, here's where it gets interesting. When someone goes to Amazon, looks at the gear, maybe the gear is, okay, $2,000, too expensive. I don't want that. I want a cheaper camera or forget it, maybe another time. Let me just buy some shoes and leave, right? Even if they buy a shoe, indeed, even if they buy salt, I make a cut on it because it was my link that sent them to Amazon. And if you watch a lot of YouTubers today, a lot of them actually make thousands of dollars every month just through affiliate marketing, you know? So there's a huge potential there as well. So I'm, once again, I'm telling you all these because I really want you guys to understand just how, how much, like how much leverage you can get from just going online with either a product or a service there's, there's so much more available to us just because we live in a time where the internet is, is available to us and the world has become smaller, you know? Um, and that's it. On the side of all that, I also advertise the fact that I do like voiceovers and stuff like that. So I'm online with um, platforms like Upwork, like Fiverr, where I offer voiceover services. So a lot of my clients, for instance, are in the US, you know, I'd be there, I'll get a quick message. Hey, I've got a quick voiceover script. Here's the script I'm willing to pay, say $100. This thing's sitting right here. This I'm in my home office at the moment. It's literally all linked up to my computer as I speak. So as soon as I receive the script, press record, voice, done. I get my money, instant. Like I, I don't even have to hustle, right? So yeah, I mean... In a nutshell, that's what it really looks like. Um, and there's so much potential like for people to really begin to think about just how they can leverage um, with their social media following to make money. And this isn't just like um, maybe attached to the likes of YouTube. People are making money on Instagram. People are making money on on Twitter, actually, people are making money on TikTok. We can get into the details of that maybe a little later, but there is potential to make lots of revenue online. Now, with everything that's happening, and I don't know if the, the entire audience is from Ghana, but with everything that's happening in Ghana today, I feel like you can only future-proof things if you earn in USD. I won't say that so loud. Because the CD, I mean, the CD is what? How much? What? What is? What is? What is the rate now? Twelve above twelve or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's above, you, it's above yeah, twelve. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you even get a hundred dollars, that's a lot of money, you know. So I feel to really give yourself that cushion, figure out how you can fix yourself online and start earning, for you know, um, USD or foreign income, basically, like. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, I think I'll share for now. Unless of course you guys have any questions. <laughs> wow. Now that's mind boggling. Lots of information gleaned from this section, this session with Jessica. 
super excited i'm super fired up to take this even a step higher so yes you're definitely going to be getting a lot more from dr kelvin so watch out subscribe to my youtube subscribe to my podcast subscribe to everything just look for my name and be there with me let's do this together <laughs> that's the end of part one stick and stay for part two which will be uploaded shortly